Hi guys, and welcome to season two, episode eight of Business Shit. I'm your host, Mimi G, and today's topic is what the what, LLCs versus sole proprietorship. So this is a specific request that I got, I don't know, maybe about a month ago. I have a long, long list, you guys, of things that you guys have emailed me or requested that I talk about or cover. Some are about emotional and mental uh, well-being. Some of it is about motivational and inspirational things and topics that you want me to cover. And some are questions about um, specific business things like the differences between an LLC and a sole proprietorship. I think I will also, after this one, maybe a couple weeks from now, work on doing another one about the differences between the sole proprietorship LLCs and an S-Corp or C-Corp. Um, but I didn't want to do it all in one cause it's just a lot of information. So I will start by saying this, I am not a business attorney. I do not handle things like setting up corporations. I hired someone to do mine when I incorporated back in, I think 2013. Um, so this is all information that I have just learned, um, from asking that business, um, attorney that I did use. Um, for, for some guidelines to give you guys. Um, and also just from my own experience and reading up. So I will say this, if you are looking to start a, uh, LLC or a corporation, C Corp or S Corp, I strongly suggest that you either talk to a business attorney or a pair, uh, paralegal service, um, because it can get really tricky and I'm literally just giving you like the straight basics today, but there's so much more involved in the entity, um, of your business that I think it's super, super important for you to talk to a professional. So, but to clarify some of the, um, questions that were asked, I'm going to do my best to sort of go through one of the differences, um, and then talk a little bit about the soap, being a sole proprietor, uh, a little bit about being a single member LLC, and then, um, just the personal liability differences between those, um, startup costs, taxes, things like that. So here are a couple of, uh, differences. I'm just going to go through my bullet, uh, list. So LLCs provide limited liability, hence the name limited liability company. It provides a limited liability for their owners. Um, LLCs also need to register with the state on and pay registration filing fees and that varies by state. Um, LLCs also have annual fees that you pay uh, to maintain that registration, right? something that you don't do if you are a sole proprietor. LLCs are also subject to state laws and governings um, of LLCs. So you need to be aware of what those things are. Um, with an LLC, you have to keep records and keep funds separate from your own, which as a sole proprietor, you can sort of get away with intermingling both those funds. Operating as a sole proprietor, you are taxed as a self-employed person. Um, so that's one thing to keep in mind because it makes a really uh, big difference and it's definitely something you want to talk to your tax accountant about. Um, setting up as a sole proprietor is also often less, uh, costly than an LLC because you're not registering or have filing fees or things like that. So, um, 
one of the things I think is uh, really important is to understand some of the just basic differences. So for example, as a sole proprietor, um, a business is owned by a solo person. So that's you, right? You are the solo person or individual and you're regarded as the sole proprietor. And in many instances, you need to file uh, in a DBA. So that's doing business as. So let me explain that a little bit. So when entrepreneurs use their first and last names in their uh, business, you don't necessarily have to register for that name in your state. So for example, if I wanted to start a business and I called it Mimi Ford's Alterations, I wouldn't need to register for a DBA, a doing business name, because I'm using my legal name in the business. But if I wanted to do something called, or start a business called All-Star Alterations, that's a whack name, but that's all I could come up with, <laughs> you will likely need to file um, a DBA or a fictitious name registration in whatever state you plan to operate your business. Now, so just to clarify, depending on where you live, it could be called a DBA, doing business as, instead of a fictitious business name. So it really just depends. It means the same thing. Um, some states also require that your business, that as a business owner, that you run advertisements in a local paper to let everybody know, hey, I started a business. This is the name of the business. This is the owner of the business. Here in LA, when you file for a fictitious business name, you have to file for four weeks in a local paper to let everybody know of said business. Okay, so as a single member LLC, um, and so this is for a single member LLC, but let's say that you're starting this business with your friend, right? You have a business partner. So now you're an LLC and you're a partnership. So there are some slight differences uh, with an LLC as a single member and a multi-member, and they mostly have to do with taxes. So I would strongly suggest that you talk to whatever business professional you're going to talk about when it comes to setting up how you want your business to be run, specifically about single and multi-members. Uh, so I'm only talking about single member LLCs. You're going to need to file articles of organization. They're required by the state whenever you're filing an LLC. And basically um, the forms are uh, pretty basic. They're, they aren't as complicated as you would think that they would be. I remember filling mine out the first time um, that I started a business is before I incorporated Mimi G Style. I had a separate business and that was actually an LLC with a partner. And I had to file the uh, articles of organization. So the name is fancy, but it's really not that uh, difficult. It just has things like what is the LLC name? What is the purpose of your limited liability company? The address, uh, the registered agent. Sounds fancy, but it just means the person who's going to be accepting mail, um, the contact for your company, basically, meaning if something happens, there needs to be somebody on file that they can uh, be contacted. And then you also need to obviously uh, write the date that you plan to start this LLC, the actual business. Um, in most states, the form, like I said, is pretty simple, but please always consult a professional, um, either an attorney or a paralegal service to sort of help, help you if you have some questions. 
The other thing that you um, should take account, which is different than a sole proprietorship, because we talked about the sole proprietorship and having to file a DBA or a fictitious business name. When you register an LLC, the business name is automatically registered. So there's no need for you to then file a fictitious business name. Now, this is, I think, the one that um, people ask me mostly about is personal uh, liability. As a sole proprietor, which is a, you know, a business run by a solo person, does not have any legal separation between the company and the business owner. So they are considered the same legal entity, which means that um, if something happens, you as the owner are liable. So the business owner is personally responsible for all debts and legal obligations for that business. Um, it's arguably what most people consider the biggest drawback, I guess, to operating as a sole proprietor. Proprietor, It has benefits in that it's not as legally complicated, maybe. Um, Tax-wise, it's also a little less complicated, especially if you're just starting out. But again, it does make you wholly responsible should something happen. If the business gets sued or you can't pay your bills or your loans, uh, it falls back on your social security number. You know what I'm saying? Um, so as a single member LLC, however, when a business is formed as a single member or even as a limited li uh, partnership LLC, the company becomes its own legal entity separate from the owner. So that means that the owner is typically not held personally responsible for any debts or any legal action that's taken against the business. But the word, the key word here is limited. Okay. Limited liability doesn't mean that you can't be held responsible. So LLC stands for limited liability company, meaning limited liability is one of the biggest advantages, obviously of running and starting an LLC, but you can be held accountable if you don't follow um, the rules, right? So if you ignore um, the compliance rules that are listed before you when you start an LLC, then you would be considered in bad standing and then could possibly lose your LLC and then be held responsible. So that's something that you do want to keep in mind. Um, the other thing is startup cost. So, you know, if you're starting your business and you're on a budget, you know, you don't have a whole lot of money to spend or to put towards the sort of legal um, setup of your company, then the sole proprietorship is the easiest way to go. But you want to take into consideration all of the other things that I just discussed, because, you know, if your business grows rapidly like mine did, I, you know, I had two separate businesses. So I started one business as an LLC in a partnership that was with Stitch Nine with my girl, Adrian, shout out to Adrian Nixon. Um... And then I started, um, but I, I already had Mimi G Style. So I, they started sort of at the same time. So Mimi G Style Incorporated. Now I went full on corporation with Mimi G Style because we had grown at a very rapid pace and I needed a lot more protection. And for other reasons, which I won't discuss, um, we chose to become a corp. So again, I will cover some of that in a later episode, the differences between what I'm talking about today and an S-Corp or a C-Corp and then differences between a C-Corp and an S-Corp. So, um, but what I wanted to talk about was the startup cost. So, 
other than the fees for obtaining any required licenses or permits, setting up as a sole proprietorship generally entails uh, very little. So filing in uh, a DBA, I don't know what it might be in your state, but I think here it was like 20 bucks, $26 or something like that. So it's not a huge cost. Now, LLCs, on the other hand, you need to register with the state and you need to pay the initial registration and filing fees. And then again, like I said, every year you have to keep, um, you have to f uh, pay a fee to keep your LLC in good standing. Um, there are also, in some cases, aside from the annual fees, um, any fees that you're paying to the attorney or paralegals to sort of file this for you, right? So you have to take that into consideration. And again, depending on... Um, you know, how quickly your business starts to grow, you might need to change, right? You can always do that. You can always start as a sole proprietorship and then change to an LLC. And then when you get to a certain state, things change for your business or for yourself or for whatever, you can then go from an LLC to um, an S corp or a C corp. So you can always change it. Um, so don't feel like, oh my God, I have to make this huge decision right now. Uh, you just have to know the basics, talk to somebody who's a professional to sort of help guide you and then decide from there. Um, when it comes to funds, and I talked about this just a little bit, but um, when it comes to funds, you want to keep, especially if you are an LLC, you want to keep those separate. So um, some might say that when you're operating as a sole proprietor, you don't have to worry about intermingling your funds, um, especially your business funds with your personal funds. Um, in the eyes of the law, they are regarded as one, but, and you will hear me say this a lot in the podcast, it's just good practice to start early and to start separating the money that you're going to use for your business with the money that you're going to be using for your personal bills and whatever you're doing. So although technically, legally, you could have one bank account where everything is coming in and everything is going out just to get into the good habit and practice of separating those things and keeping really good records, I always suggest that even when you start out, you have separate funds. You have funds for your business costs and expenses, and you have different uh, account for your personal um, expenses and bills that you might need to take care of. When running an LLC, you have to be careful though um, to keep both your LLC records intact and your funds separate from your own personal records um, and funds because that is actually a violation of the rules. So like I said earlier, if you do something that violates um, the rules or regulations that are set forth in the LLC, then you can be found liable, right? And so you want to avoid that obviously. Um, now, I will not cover taxes and the differences between filing taxes as a sole proprietor and filing taxes as an LLC, because when it comes to taxes, you know your girl does not play. Talk to your accountant, your CPA, your peoples, and get that right, because that is one of the biggest mistakes that people make. And if you guys um, listened to season one, when I talked about the whole tax debacle that happened with me. After listening to that episode, I hope that you went and got some professional um, help <laughs> or clarification in how you file your business taxes versus your personal taxes. So um, I know that it's sort of a lot of information, and if you tried to Google it, you'd probably go blind trying to read all the different things that are listed, but I hope that this at least helps give you some indications, some clear indications on the differences between a sole proprietorship. Uh, sole proprietorship and an LLC so that you can at least um, have 
some information when you go speak to a professional uh, professional about where or what is the best situation for you and your business, whether you're just starting or you've grown and need to make some changes. All right, guys, so here's an actionable to do. First, um, go ahead and print out the checklist. It has basically a lot of the information that I covered here for you to sort of go over and any questions that you might want to ask yourself about your own personal business. And also make a list separately of what you either sell or you offer as a service and then weigh the pros and cons on both being a sole proprietor or being an LLC. And remember that although being a sole proprietor is easier, less expensive, faster to set up. It really should only be used if you are a one-person business who plans on not growing beyond just you, meaning if you don't plan to hire any employees in the next however long, you know, uh, you're, you're doing your business, so whether it's six months or that first year or whatever. It has to just be you. So if you're not looking to grow at a certain rate or bring in other uh, employees or hire in the in the near future, then go ahead and start as a sole proprietor and then look into becoming an LLC as your business progresses. I hope to cover the LLCs versus corps soon, but if you have questions, you always know you can email us. We have an email segment called Talk Your Shit. So if you have questions or something else you want me to cover, please feel free um, to email me. I love reading them. Um, This was a specific question that was sent to me um, from a listener about the differences between an LLC and a corporation. Honestly, I love answering those topics the most because I know that it's simply something that you guys are asking about and you want to know. So I welcome the emails. I also want to say that um, we are hoping to do a business shit live workshop um, in a couple of cities really soon. So again, please continue to email me with your location. And if you'd be interested in doing a live business shit work, uh, workshop to be able to discuss your business, sort of where you are, where you want to go and any steps that you might need to take, we could work as a group and sort of get these things flushed out. Um, also make sure and join our Facebook group, um, at business shit. The link is in the notes for the episode and also on the site businessshit.com. Um, It's just a really great place for you to go and talk with other people who are either starting businesses or somewhere along that line of developing or growing. Um, And you guys just share ideas and it's just a really nice, fun, motivating group to be a part of. Um, Also, I just want to say if you are watching us on YouTube, thank you so much. I know that many of you like to listen to uh, me versus watching, but for those of you who are watching, thank you so much for the ongoing support. And please, you can leave your comments in the episodes. I do check them. So if you're not emailing, you can leave your question in the episodes um, in our YouTube channel. So make sure and do that. All right, guys, thank you so much for listening. And remember, in order for your business to succeed, it has to be the shit. It needs to solve a problem, help them get past their current stage. It needs to earn respect and build trust. I'm out.